This is Artistic Intelligence, where we explore the intersection of art, sustainability, and technology. This show is brought to you in partnership with the United Nations ITU AI for Good, Changing the Story podcast, and State. Now let's join your co-hosts, Neil Sahota and Michael Ashley. Hey, welcome to another episode of Artistic Intelligence. We've got a fantastic guest today, Alex Braga. He's the first artist to use a revolutionary new instrument called Ament. Ament is the first adaptive artificial intelligence working in real time for the artist to explore infinite audiovisual creativity. A hyperloop of creation, multiplying notes, visuals, arrangements, layers to plus infinity. This is the signature style of evolutional art. Alex, welcome to the show. Whoa, thank you. Uh, it, I was listening to your words and I, and I was kind of, uh, I hope I can fulfill the expectations of, of what you said. But then I said, hmm, I must have wrote my bio, so I think I have to fulfill the expectations. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to be great. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me here. It's a great pleasure. and It's a great honor. Wonderful, Alex. We were honored to have you with us. So can you tell people that don't know the story behind you as an artist? Yes, of course. I am a nerd. I, can, I, I want to uh, make this statement before we even start. And I've always worked with uh, art and technology and uh, a touch of sustainability. So I've always used technology to try to take me where I couldn't uh, arrive by myself. I started uh, studying classical guitar when I was uh, young, but then I dropped the classical conservatory because it was too classical. And I never got to become what you can call a virtuoso of any instrument. So I ended up playing most of the instruments and playing most of them really badly and really poorly. So I figured, wow, if if I don't do something for myself, if I don't invent an instrument for myself, I might, I might be cut out of the, uh, from the music business. So I, I was thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. So I said, you know what, technology and the computer came into my mind. And so ever since I was 19, I used the computer to merge my art with technology. And that worked uh, uh, pretty uh, well so far and uh, here I am uh, my work with uh, artificial intelligence is the uh, apex of my research I must say because with artificial intelligence I found uh, everything that I was looking for and even more and uh, the uh, capabilities of of the infinite calculation that artificial intelligence can give you and can give an artist is really something uh, that I uh, strongly advise everybody to uh, explore because uh, it is really something uh, big and huge. And since my research, uh, philosophically speaking, is to try to search uh, the infinite inside the finite boundaries of our world, I really think we have to dig vertically deep into 
every single molecule of our existence. And what's the best way to do that than numbers and pure math? I love it. It's beautifully put. Math, math <laughs> is the language of the universe, you know, even for, I guess, for, even for music. But I know that we were before the episode we were chatting, and I found it interesting because your work is phenomenal, Alex. And you were saying that you felt like, yeah, you, you wouldn't be the, the best composer or musician without the technology, which I found surprising given your work. I mean, what what advantage has this, like, your AI actually given you? Because I feel like it's like your natural talent. Uh, well, uh, thank you very much. But uh, actually, it's I think my very specific task and goal and achievement, and maybe luck, was to find something or to put together to assemble something that really matched my skills and attitudes. So when me and the two professors, Professor Laudani and Professor Riganti from the University of Roma 3 coded uh, A-Mint, which stands for Artificial Musical Intelligence, and also for A-Mint, to drop <laughs> to get a fresh new start, uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, we bumped uh, into we didn't bump i mean we were looking for something to enhance yourself to give you the superpowers to discover every single possibilities of one opportunity in real time and put this all together so if you give this to uh, a, a pretty clever uh, ape like i define myself you, you know, I, I, you can uh, you can finally find that the, the ape can put all the things in shape and <laughs> and and start having fun with this. And so the apes start building bigger blocks and bigger blocks and bigger blocks. And finally, the ape ends up with a record that sounds uh, really uh, augmented and sounds like I was uh, like something I was really in search of: augmented music, something new, something to discover, and something to explore for everybody. And I'm really glad and honored and flattered for your words, because if you say so, it means that at least uh, in one or two sides of this, my, my vision, I, I may, maybe I reached my goal. Well, I, I, I agree. Did. Yeah. And I agree <laughs> with Neil's words too. I had a chance to check it out before we had this interview and I was very much impressed too. And I like the way you put things together We've, you've explained this so far, especially the ape comment. But I want to go back <laughs> for just a moment. So for people that don't understand the technical aspects of this, how this is possible, people that grew up with a traditional piano, guitar, whatever the instrument is, can you help us to understand the progression as to how this technology works? How does AI come into play with traditional instruments and what is actually happening from a technical standpoint to make you into the, to the musician that you are? Right. Uh, first of all, uh, I like to uh, get to the bigger picture just to uh, get a glimpse of what technology is for art and for society, because that's one of the biggest part of my research then is, is that point. The, 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 maybe we talk about it later, but why did I start with artificial intelligence? It's because of that, because of that debate around artificial intelligence. And Technology and music have always been an equation that was going together ever since Mozart and Beethoven. So if you ask, if you ask somebody why Mozart is Mozart and Beethoven is Beethoven, they might tell you, what, they're geniuses. Okay, yes. But if you, if you take a look at the bigger picture, there's another 
uh, element adding a, a good spice to the story is that in the very precise moment uh, where Mozart and a little bit before Bach and Beethoven were coming and becoming bigger and bigger and bigger, it's because some very talented uh, inventor had just invented the pianoforte. And the pianoforte for the, um, seventh, the 18th century was, uh, in the 17th, 18th century, was uh, a Copernican revolution because uh, it enabled the composer and the artist to explore an infinite uh, new ways of digging out harmonics and volumes and notes and uh, you name it, you had it with the pianoforte. You couldn't have it with the clavicembalo because it was a completely different technology and a completely uh, radical different uh, instrument. So this is to me the, uh, the paradigm, meaning that uh, we progress in art, we progress in research, we evolve as human beings as long as we never stop searching. And searching means giving yourself the best means and instruments to reach where your visions are driving you. If, because if you don't do that, you end up either a madman or a frustrated uh, middleman that doesn't know, middle-aged man that doesn't know what to do uh, with his nephews. So the research, <laughs> the research has to uh, drive you somewhere really uh, close to your visions. And in order to do that, you can either use uh, someone else's instruments or you can build your own. And when we came up with a mint, it was specifically to say, okay, I need to be free from all the cages that electronic music have built around musicians. And for the people that are not into the technical side, I'm talking about how DJs play their music. The DJ steps on stage and presses play on a deck. And that's the show. I mean, what's, what's the hype? What's the energy? Where is the sex? Where is the sweat? Where is the fear? Where is the joy? There's nothing about that. And uh, the DJ is the top phenomena of this thing. But all the electronic music bottom down is kind of the same way. You, you, you pre-produce your stems, you pre-produce your tracks, you pre-produce your uh, loops uh, and patterns, you move around a certain BPM. So if your song goes doom, chak, doom, chak, doom, that's, that's, it's going to go that way for the rest, most likely for the rest of the song. So it's like a, a, a very uh, clever liturgy that is shaped around uh, a, a standard. And you can never go out of that standard. Not to mention you can't improvise nothing. Not to mention you can't do any duets or collaborations in real time with other musicians if you don't prepare everything before. So what I wanted to do is finding something that could lead me completely out of this path and completely free, meaning I don't want a machine that thinks for herself, that goes into uh, an harmony that I put in, it goes into a, a rhythm that I put. I want something that follows, that grows my skin and evolves myself. So if I play good, I am me, 10 times as good. If I play crap, I'm me 10 times crap. So 
the responsibility is on the human being. The responsibility is on the artist. But if the artist is good, the results are boom, and you can explode into a zillion of possibilities. And what I mean does is exactly this. I press one note, and in, in 100 notes times, she understands the pattern of improvisations, and she starts thinking the way you program each brain to think and producing in real time new notes. So actually, when I use it live, I use Amint with 16 brains that I pre-program the way I want to think. So when I press one key in the piano, actually there's 16 notes plus mine, so 17 notes coming out of that key. I've got 10 hands, so it's, uh, uh, every time I do a chord, it's 170 notes clustering together and building that augmented sound. And then if you assign each brain not to a piano, but to a virtual external instrument, means that each time I press a chord, there is 160 instruments building potentially an orchestration in real time around me. And if I stop playing, everything stops. If I accelerate, everything accelerates. If someone else comes in to duet with me through a MIDI signal, she gets the signal from the other musician. And so we build together, even if we don't know uh, nothing about each other. And that's what I've been playing with Francesco Tristano, for instance, with Danilo Rea, with Niklas Paschburg, before going solo on my album and on my uh, shows. I don't know if this explains the question. No, it did very, it do. Uh, excellent job. It's, it's very visual. I can, you paint a picture in the mind. So I, yeah. Mind is blown. <laughs> uh, does this mean, like Alex, is this just like you, you're picking 16, you could pick any number you want? Yes, it depends on how many machines uh, you, uh, you put uh, together because uh, the, uh, this is a bit technical, sorry guys. The MIDI bus, which is the protocol that we use, has uh, 16 channels. So in, uh, in order to have more, you have to add a MIDI bus. So it's just, it's just term of CPU power. So if you add more machines, you can go in multiple of 16 uh, very easily. And so it's, that's, why, that's why I call it an infinite loop because you could, you, potentially you can go up to infinity and it's in real time. So as I press a key, the machine, the calculation is so powerful because it's, uh, it's so pure, meaning that uh, it doesn't know anything about music, doesn't know anything about rhythm, it's just pure math cross-linking the datas. So it's super, super fast, real-time fast. And so potentially the infinite loop, uh, it's, uh, it, this is how it is created. And this is also why my... My style also in the album, in Spleen Machine, uh, which I've been honored to, to, to be able to release it in, uh, on K7, which is a super fantastic label. Uh, my music goes, and augmented music follows this, this wave from the purity of a very simple phrase played, in this case, with a piano. It builds up an infinite arrays and layers of arrangement, and it goes into an infinite huge tidal wave that then when I want, it goes back to the pureness of the idea and of the sentiment. This creates the andamento of the music that it's so, uh, it's creating that uh, specific impact. And you do this all by yourself on stage. This is the, the thing that it's really 
turns me on. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, that double, double foot. <laughs> but you, I think I want to make sure I understand. So I get the, the 16, the, but it's like 16 different brains. So if you had 32, it's 32 different brains. They all could be playing slightly different variations. Yes, because uh, we, we designed uh, each brain uh, with a lot of uh, a bunch of parameters. So you can tell each brain, and it's, this is what I do before playing and during the, uh, the, the, the live concert, you can tell the brain, okay, think in the full scale of notes. So spit out an output from G minus two to G eight. Please tell me if I'm being too specific and being too technical. No, no. So, um, or, or you can tell him, every time I press a note in real time, you spit out a note. Or one every two, or one every four, or make it long twice as my uh, length. So it makes a kind of a, a pad that cross bridges between two sounds and make those questery dissonant sounds which are typical of my composition. So each brain can be slightly moved in different ways. So I know before my shows that I, I pre-program one brain to play the bass because I know how to make the parameters. I know this brain makes very good with the string section because uh, it's a little more paddy, the, 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 the notes are a bit longer, or this is a very good synth because it can follow like in a kind of arpeggio uh, what I am playing, or percussions. So, uh, you know, I can put a, a huge uh, uh, array of percussions because of this, because I have so many data and so many notes. And uh, the, the interesting things is that if you put... Uh, uh, a sound of uh, conga, for instance, uh, into a G minus two plus G eight uh, uh, length uh, in uh, in the in the keyboard, you can get a sound of conga. Or if you hit uh, a very low key, you can get a disastrous, monstrous sound that then creates uh, a, a super cool. Uh, arrangement and then you hear it and in real time you follow what you've just created and you go moving on that kind of a hyper creative loop because you have no boundaries you have no cage you can do whatever and since a mint is creating also the projection because all the MIDI signals are wired into a visual software and creates also the the projections you also have these views that that are creating with your music and so that's another suggestion and it's you know it's like being uh, in a constant petting with yourself and and becoming a, a huge uh, uh, orgasm on stage you know, I don't know if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to play now I'm so <laughs> mad there's this COVID around I would just like to be there and play <laughs> and not talk about music. You don't talk about music, you play about music. <laughs> well, speaking of that phrase, orgasm on stage, which I, I do like a lot, um, <clears throat> into, into your earlier comment about the limitations of a DJ. They get up on stage, you said they press the button, and I've often felt the same thing about DJs, but you know that's, that's the prevailing thing in our culture uh, with these DJs. But, but if I, I watched your performance earlier, um, and you remind me of Jerry Lewis, the way that you come live <laughs> on stage, 
And it seems to be a synthesis of, of human and machine. And so for the people that might think, oh, we're going too far down the machine road, it seems to me as if you're just um, augmenting yourself in a lot of ways beyond the 16 brains, which is a good, great way to put it, um, that you're still having a very human interaction with your audience, especially based on the videos that I observed. What's been the feedback that you've, that you've experienced with your shows? Well, that, this is exactly uh, the point uh, of my uh, work. Uh, let me tell you how, why I, I started researching in, in artificial intelligence. I was reading a lot of articles back three years ago about AI and how AI would enslave humanity in uh, 2033. I think that journalist was even giving a, a specific uh, uh, time, and I'm, I'm and I was like. Mm. I've always been a little bit more optimistic about life and about the world, but I don't think this is going to happen. Just because uh, technology is not either good or bad. Technology is technology. It's the tool. So nobody would have stopped uh, the fire just because with fire you can burn people. Stupid people burn other people with fire. But with fire, we built our civilization. So if we had stopped just because we were afraid that somebody could have used fire to burn villages, it happened. Unfortunately, it happened. But we would have stopped completely our civilization and our progress. So I said to myself, well, you know what? Artificial intelligence is just a very big misleading name for something really important for humanity. A very smart professor of a university once told me, if they never called it an artificial intelligence, but if they just tagged it, a very complex chain of algorithm that helped humanity make their life better, nobody would have been afraid. <laughs> they had, they had, they dared to call it artificial intelligence. They said, no, we are intelligence. We are the intelligent apes, not the machines. So we need to maintain our territory on that. And so this whole uh, debate came about because of this. And man needs to use technology because in the world we're living, we are uh, facing a huge amount of problems. Nowadays, even bigger. And so the capacity of calculation is what can make us uh, grow into a sustainable future, not the fear of uh, the machines. So I said to myself, if I can produce an artificial intelligence that can demonstrate this balance on stage between man and machine, then I've done my job right. Because I think uh, it is a, a duty and the task of an artist to take the issues of his society and, and contemporary times and show some possible solutions, some possible future visions and way out. And my way out is this. And it's not a case that ever since I started doing my job and I started representing a mint on stage, I did Splin Machine. There's, a, a, there's now a movement which I proudly belong to of digital humanism that it's saying exactly this. We need technology. We need to use technology in a wise way, but we 
hold the meaning of life, not machine. We know how to use the meaning of life, not machine. And so the big problems and the big debate that I always uh, uh, have to fight against when I got when I get put into public speaking keynotes uh, and debates, there's always somebody else's doing experiments with AI and art and making an AI composing a la Mozart. I don't know if you know what I mean. And I'm, and I'm always, so why do you need that? We've had Mozart. Why do I need a machine that composes right. a la Mozart? Because you know what? Those three notes in a sequence that Mozart wrote, G, uh, B flat, and uh, D sharp, he wrote it because he died for it. He spent all his life weeping in the night for these three notes. He was suffering the love of his life. He was fearing death. He was feeling joy. He was having sex while writing that sequence. A machine, what can know? about this nothing 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 and this is very misleading because if you say to society and to humanity that a machine can defeat an artist which is the very front vanguard of the the job that can be done only by the human soul because we die for our art we die all day starving for our art then what are you saying to society you are screwed because we've substitute the artist and top down, we're going to substitute everything else. But this is a lie because these ex experiments are a total failure because that is not art. It's just a representation. It's just a phenomenological representation failing to reach the nomenological representation as Kant, the genius, the, phil the philosopher used to say. And we are noumeno, and the things that machines do are phenomenal. And noumeno is the meaning of life, and we hold that secret, and we hold that power, and we will never give up. Alex, I think we got to add philosopher to your bio. That's <laughs> really that was, that was really powerful and deep, and. Look, I totally I'm, just agree quoting, with you. I'm just quoting someone else. I'm not <laughs> taking what's not mine. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. AI, like all technology is a tool. It's all about how we choose to use the tool. But I thought you said something very special when you said, you know, a, a, artists are really about, you know, solutions, right? And the, the inspiration and the, the, the passion, the life, the energy really comes from the artist. And technology is a tool to help unlock some of that. And you know, given the the mind blowing work you've done, I mean, what what is it you're hoping audiences or you know the people that are listening to your music take away when they hear your work? <laughs> well, I I really hope that uh, it is it is a very uh, tough message, and sometimes it's much easier to uh, to say, okay, machines are bad. And all our problems relies on progress and technology. So it's very easy, for instance, I have a kid, six, a, a lovely daughter, six years old. And it's very easy as a parent to say, okay, look, there's this 
damn TikTok, these damn phones and kids are there all day. No, kids are there all day because you don't care about them and you don't know how to make them entertain in another way because you're not teaching them how to use technology in a proper way. So this is, this is tough. This is the challenge to live every day for what we stand for and for what we have to stand for, which means the meaning of life and not let it take away from automatic, automatic process. Because if we do that, it's not technology's fault. It is our fault. It has always been like that. It's, it, here, now it's not worse than 20 years ago. It's just a bit faster. And since the word spreads around more with the internet, we know more about it. So um, to go back to your question, I really uh, fight this battle, not only for art, but for myself, for my family, for my friends, for the people I care for, because I really believe that. And, and I think it, there's only way to live, one way to live. You go for your vision and, and you hope that it's good <laughs> and you fight <laughs> your life and you die for it. So um, if, the, if, the, if the audience understands that, uh, yes and no. Uh, I, I, I'm not a pop artist. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've, I've worked a lot in Italy as a, a public person. I've been, you know, I've been doing radio for 18 years, uh, and I and I was uh, a, a kind of a pop uh, a public figure. So when I started doing these kind of things, it was completely uh, my audience was completely not understanding. That's why I. I reached a, a certain degree of audience uh, uh, outside Italy m much faster than in, in Italy. But I'm fine like that. I mean, you can't, you can't speak a, a, a complex message to a wide, a, a really super wide range of people. Pop culture is uh, a, a minimum common denominator of, of culture. So you, you, you take out, you take out, you take out, you subtract, 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 until you find that thin line that joins everybody, which is an art, which is an art. But in that thin line, it, you see by yourself that you cannot pass through thick, deep messages. You have to, you know, you have to uh, flow through fresh water, you know. And uh, I chose the tough way. I've always been choosing the tough way in life, but I'm very happy. You have a, nice. you have a great way of expressing things, Alex. Um, and I, I'd, I'd like this to kind of a two-part question because you mentioned two things. You mentioned about the importance of an artist reflecting the times that, that they live in. And you mentioned the fact that we have a lot of problems right now, which I don't think anyone would dispute. Is there something specific that you want your art to be saying about the issues that we're addressing beyond, you know, you mentioned the fact with your, your, your child that there is this intersection between art, I mean, sorry, technology and, and life and about how we need to be moving towards more of the living part of it and being human. Um, is there something specific that you wish to say with your art about the times that we're living in right now? And the other part is, what would you say is, because you mentioned the meaning of life, what, what do you think as an artist and as a 
as, a, as an individual, what, what is our purpose here? <laughs> wow. Do we have another hour? Revenue <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's start from the first. Uh, I, my hope is that I can represent through my art and my uh, words uh, exactly this, uh, that we have to take care. And if you let go, uh, there's no chance. That if you let go, we're hopeless. Life is beautiful. Uh, uh, love is amazing. Life is love. And, uh, but if you don't care about it, if you don't care about what you, uh, what you buy, if you don't care about what you uh, do as, uh, uh, in terms of waste, if you don't care about your beloved ones, about your friends, about the others, we are completely screwed. So I guess this is what I, I really feel that I want to uh, transmit as a higher message to, to, the, to the people that are listening to my music and watching my, my art. And, uh, and I do it through the, this specific task, which is a side of it. But the higher picture is that. And this comes to, uh, as a chain to the other question that you were telling me. Everything is linked we uh, must start to intend our life as an holistic uh, uh, picture. Otherwise, everything is going to go bananas because we are in the times that we are because there was a total <clears throat> division of fields and uh, uh, cause effect uh, things. And this is impossible. Now, I, I, I really hope that nowadays, with the COVID, everybody got this lesson. Everything is chained. Everything is linked. What you buy in the supermarket is going to reflect in 10 years uh, what your children is going to live, whether your children is going to live uh, a good life or a miserable life. What you uh, do when you eat, it's the same. What you do when you do the separate waste collection or choosing an electric bike or an electric car instead of uh, fuel, everything reflects into one thing. The purpose of, uh, of ourselves in, in, this, in this life is to understand this higher sense and to understand that we are an, a living organism. You know, It's like if the cells of your body started to act crazy like every human being start, uh, is acting crazy and separately. What does it happen typically that you get a very bad illness, autoimmune illness? Right. And it is something that it's kind of happening in our world because we do not understand this. We do not care about this higher living organism we, it's like you know we it's like we are the leaves of a tree and uh, you see you see another leaf and you don't think there is a branch connecting you don't see it because your your senses are very numb and you don't work on enhancing your senses and seeing this thing but there's branches and these branches go inside the soil there's roots and the soil connects to another tree so you don't recognize leaf to leaf. Imagine from one leaf to the leaf of another tree, which is different populations, you know? 
But at, at the end, if you poison that soil, all the trees are going to die. All the reefs are going to die the same. And we are poisoning that very soil. And we must stop right now. Amen to that. Um, wow. Uh, let me take this hopefully in a more uplifting direction for a moment. <laughs> um, no, I mean, uh, powerful message, but, you know, I, this whole concept of evolutional art and the work that you're doing, I think is very pioneering, Alex. And I think, you know, seeing about the next generation of artists out there, what's like one piece of advice you could give them to, you know, help keep pushing things forward? Uh, the, 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 the thing that, uh, that it's very important uh, is to maintain your vision. Uh, art is uh, the, the capacity of giving shape to a, a, a meaning of, a, of an idea. So I see a lot of artists uh, uh, or so-called artists trying to... Um, get the phenomenon of things so i have a good voice and i i am an artist and i need to be famous no you have good ideas and you are have a good way to expose it and then you have a chance so art is the concepts art is the ideas and uh, and then comes the process of digging out these ideas and bringing it to the crowd so first of all Get your concept, get your concept really powerful in shape as it is a monolith that nobody can take it down. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't care. I'm not judgmental. I'm just saying be convinced of your vision and then find the instruments that are better fit to put it out. And if it is the case, invent one to put it out uh, before everyone else and in a different way uh, and stand out uh, in a different way from anyone else because uh, there's no need of uh, uh, another blah, 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 another blah, 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 another blah, blah, blah. If your concept is unique, you are going to be distinguished among uh, thousands. Everybody's going to see that shiny light on your head. But if you don't have that, you don't need to frustrate yourself you just need to go and dig deep into yourself. This is what is failing a lot nowadays. As we were saying before, everything is linked, everything is connected. No, uh, people uh, don't want to go deep into themselves because they're scared, they're afraid. But don't, don't be. You are the, the, the best treasure that you have and you have to go. Everything is inside yourself. You have just to dig it out. Well, going back to another philosopher, that would be Socrates, know thyself. Yes, exactly. Maieutica. <laughs> 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 so, uh, I, I agree with you. And I, um, as I, I went to film school, and uh, I think that there wasn't enough of an emphasis on that. I think that too often when it comes to art, especially when it comes to filmmaking, the idea is you just got to have the best lit scene. You have to have the best special effects. And not enough time is spent on the story and what it is that you want to communicate. What do you want to say through your art? So now that we've, we've, heard, we've learned a lot about you, Alex, and, and your beliefs and your ideas and about your, your art, what's next? Uh, what projects are you on to 
Wow, um, I'm, I'm still uh, promoting Splim Machine and touring uh, uh, around. So uh, with the COVID now, it's becoming almost impossible, but uh, there's a big uh, upcoming things uh, in September and I will be there. Uh, but uh, since COVID started, uh, I was supposed to do my the kickoff of my tour in South by Southwest uh, in uh, in Austin, and I had my gig on uh, March 14, and the the world just imploded, so uh, everything was cancelled. And ever since then, I teamed up with a mate, with an Italian mate in Silicon Valley, and we created uh, a new super revolutionary interactive real-time live streaming platform uh, for concerts which is called uh, Alive and uh, we are kicking off September 6th with a super huge concert with uh, 40 artists uh, here in, uh, in Italy at Arena di Verona and so we hope we are giving uh, the musicians and artists a new tool to be able to be back on tour again and perform and feed your families uh, uh, again because you know there's a, a, a whole and live entertainment industry that is uh, uh, really really dying at the moment and uh, and it's miserable to see all these amazing workers i'm not talking about the artists the artists are the luckiest one i'm talking about the uh, gaffers, uh, the stage designers, the sound engineers, uh, all the technicians, the light technicians, stage technicians. Uh, you know, it's a uh, it's a huge, huge industry. It was, it's an industry that is worth thirty billions a year in the world. So it feeds so many people, and it's unbelievable. Now everything is uh, completely uh, blown. So I hope this my this is my two cents to to make it uh, back uh, in in a bit of shape. And so you will most likely see me a little bit live in small, small venues and a little bit on Alive. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hope I can check that out, Alex. But for people that may not be able to get there or they would like to learn more about you, your work, what you're up to, what's the best way to stay in touch? Well, Instagram, even if I'm not a very social uh, animal, uh, and Alex Braga official, or my website, it's alexbraga.me, or uh, my Spotify, where's the Splin Machine, uh, or Apple Music, or whatever, just follow Splin Machine and Alex Braga, and uh, you get all the update, uh, hopefully uh, good update that you need. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure the audience has that in the show notes so they can access that easily. Alex, this has been a mind-blowing, phenomenal discussion. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your music and being a pioneer. Thank you very much, guys. It's been an honor and it was flattering talking to you uh, because if, uh, you know, if, if all the talks were at this level, the world would be uh, a different place. So I really hope you can keep up uh, your work and, and keep... Uh, challenging the audience with uh, with this we need challenges we, and we need to win challenges thank you we, we, we do we will thank you thank you alex bless bye bye hey if you like today's show please remember to hit the like button and leave a comment if you've been enjoying the changing the story podcast series please subscribe and share it with your friends thank you mm -hmm.